Oh no, this is awful. I can't watch this. Have you ever wondered about what makes for bad CGI and VFX? Well, stay tuned, because in this episode, number 2115, the CG Bros will be doing a deep dive into that subject when they answer the commonly asked question, what are some of the best film examples of bad CGI and VFX? On the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. Hello, welcome to the CG Insider Podcast, especially if this is your first podcast with us. We want to welcome you aboard and say, it's really great to be with you today. Before we get started, I wanted to say thank you again, because we're continuing to get some good numbers with our podcast, and the suggestions are starting to flow in, so keep spreading the word. I'm one of the hosts of the CG Insider, and my name is Sean Johnston. And I'm Bill Johnston. And together, we're the CG Bros. Well, if you're a fan of CGI, and you're definitely in the right place, because today's podcast, episode 2115, the CG Bros are going to answer another question submitted on our Ask Us Anything page at our website, thecgbros.com, by Angela R. of California. Angela asked us, what are some of the best examples of bad CGI and VFX in film? This is a super interesting question uh, that we knew would come up at some point because there's so much content being created today, especially with the tools of the trade becoming more and more affordable to uh, larger and larger numbers of new, new media producers. So by the end of today's podcast, you'll know what we think makes CGI and some of the film clips example we're using as bad. Remember, of course, that the creators of these examples didn't start out creating bad CGI or, or intend to create bad CGI, but there are definitely specific reasons for why it gets labeled that way. We'll discuss this and you'll learn what some of the telltale signs to be looking for to spot CGI that is not quite up to the standards we've come expected to expect as sophisticated consumers of CGI VFX and um so without further delay, uh, let's get into this. Uh, Bill, what, what, uh, what do you think? Uh, what are some of, some of the examples that came to mind when we were preparing for this? Well, you know, that's a that's a great thing, you know, Sean, a great, great question, because I, I had a there was so much bad CGI out there. It's hard to choose what the you know, the, some of the best examples of the worst CGI out there. I think, um, you know, generally speaking, you know, it's, we, we could you know, we've, we've come a long way. I mean, that's how we learn is by making mistakes and, you know, having, having created uh, some bad CG myself, you know, that's, that's, I found that that's no. the best way to, to create good CG. I know. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, earlier, you know, we talked about the tools of the trade becoming more and more affordable, as you mentioned, the opening, I should say. And, uh, you know, I think that's because, you know, more people are able to to do CGI in their homes and more people are making their own independent films and making and they making movies by themselves. They want to they want to know what, you know, how do I make great? C how do I make mine look like, uh, you know, ILM or Lucasfilm? You know, how do I how do I create effects that? that are stunning uh, and look, you know, realistic. That's, that's a really high bar to hit. And uh, even for, for production companies uh, that are making, you know, that have a budget of millions and millions of dollars, uh, it's not always easy to make good CG. So, you know, a lot of bad CG is being made just because CG, good CG isn't being made, uh, I think. And uh, there's a lot of reasons for that, um, that we can continue to talk about. Um, I think one of them, just as um, you know, studios don't manage their four M's correctly. You know, their men, their money, their materials, and their and their minutes, their time. 
You know, you could have, I mean, that's, it's especially true. I, I mean, some of the, even the, it's, it's even worse in some of the larger studios where they think, oh, we've got an unlimited budget. So we, you know, we're, everything we touch is going to be golden. Um, but it really takes a, a, a real commitment to, to, you know, you know, production schedules and to, to artistic vision and to organization and, and, and of course budget, you know, that makes it, makes it, you know, makes it a lot easier. Of right. Course. But, and there's also the deadline too. Yeah. And the minutes, the time, exactly. You know, they, I mean, look at Green Lantern. That that's, this is, that's one that comes to, to my mind as, as a, you know, a lot of the CG in there was, was good. A lot of it was just awful. Um, and I think that's because they, they, un, they didn't manage their, their production correctly. What was some of the what was some of the the ones that that you felt were awful? Um, I didn't like the well, particularly the the uh, effects where you know he he creates weapons. You know he's defending the, the citizens of the town, and he's down in the street, and he's creating these you know machine guns and and cars that run on on you know the green the stuff that he created with his green power. <laughs> I I didn't find very convincing. Uh, huh. I didn't like his suit uh, very well. I didn't like the fact that uh, you know they had to you know. CG, you know, and CG install his mask on his face. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. Th- th- I mean, there's so many things that they could have done that to make that a lot better. And and they went over, you know, th- for one thing, they, they, they had to push the release date back for that. I mean, none of the CG was, was finished. They had to go back and re do a whole lot of stuff just to, just to c- complete the film. It was, it was a nightmare from people that I've talked to that were working on that production, but yeah, I, yes. I remember when, uh, when he, uh, uh, originally, um, you know, reveals his suit to his friend and, uh, you know, he pops it on real quick and he's like, look at this. And, um, just remembering looking at it, it's like, wow, he just got skinnier too. It was really, it was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's just, you know, and it's the, another thing that makes bad CGI is, you know, just not understanding the tools or, or, or maybe not, just not using them correctly. You know, a lot of people think, oh, you can just throw men and money at, at a CG effects department and come out with, you know, beautiful, no, you need, you need to get artists in there. You need to get people that understand the tools or at least understand the visual language that, you know, you're trying to speak. And, and those, some, sometimes those skills are not in the same person. Um, yes. And, and, you know, we, we would be uh, remiss if we didn't say, you know, some of the, some of the ones that are just obvious. Um, I might just jump into that one um, with some of the CG animated films. Um, you know, it's funny cause I, I, uh, you know, before even starting this, this podcast, uh, you know, doing some background on it, I did know about this, but I didn't really take a look at it. I mean, I remember in passing, I'd seen it, mm-hmm. um, just kind of, I've heard about it in, on, uh, you know, cartoon brew and some of the other websites over the years, but this particular one, um, called food fight was probably the worst, um, film CG animated film, um, ever, ever created. Um, that one uh, just, I mean, absolutely that horrible. Has, that has to be pretty notable because there's some pretty terrible ones out there. Yeah, I mean that 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 one I think um, takes the cake. I mean, there's another one I'll, I'll mention in a second, but that one probably, you know, it's funny because I did I didn't know the the background on it, and the background is, um, you know, Lawrence Kasanoff, um, which he directed and produced the film, had no experience with even um, directing an animated feature. He had, uh, I guess he worked on True Lies. Um, and so that was really kind of his his big, big movie that he'd worked on, but never done any animation-related uh, productions. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, you look, at the, you look at the Rotten Tomatoes score of this thing, it's, uh, it's got like a 10%. Um, it was 91 minutes long, um, 
cost about 45 to $60 million to make. And a lot of that was funded by retail giants like Kellogg's and General Mills, who thought, you know, well, the, the basic of the film takes place in the supermarket. Um, you know, after closing time, it transforms into a city of, uh, with all the citizens oh, everything comes uh, personified, line, right? you know, well-known marketing icons. Yeah. And um, so they were like, hey, let's do this. And so they, they uh, amassed a huge budget of like almost $60 million. But then the, the rumor is that uh, there's intellectual, you know, intellectual property was stolen. The hard drives with the, the original um, animation on it was uh, halfway through production was stolen. And so they had to redo it all. Um, and, uh, you know, it's funny because that that particular film had A-list uh, talent on it for, for the voiceover work for the characters. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, Charlie Sheen, Hilary Duff, Eva Longoria, Christopher Lloyd. So those people are well known. And it started out in 2003. Their production was, and they didn't even get it out till uh, 2012, 2011, right around that. Yeah. Um and you know, guess get a, guess what its worldwide box office was or DVD sales uh, com- complete uh, everything two um, million uh, seventy three thousand seven <laughs> seven hundred six. I mean, probably since that number came out, it's it's been more than that, but can't be that much more. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, just to be specific, and I won't you know basically stay on it too much longer. Um, it's it's uh, some of the worst things in that are first of all, there's there's uh, unappealing. Creepy character designs. Um, the CGI looks like it was from the, even actually worse than from the 1980s, early 90s. All the lip sync is off. Um, all the characters look dead. They don't. There's no eye movements at all. Um, no hands, fingers. I mean, very rarely you would see them using any of that, um, you know, detail. And um, it's funny because I heard that a lot of the brand advertisers pulled out. And didn't want their their uh, their icons or brands actually put in there um, because it was taking so long, and um, so they ended up you know doing substitute logoed characters and um, and then actually I think they were kind of upset at the fact that they pulled out even though they got all that money it's really strange, but anyway, well, that, you know that, I think that goes a lot towards the you know what I was talking about as far as lack of lack of you know proper production planning and you know the four know, Ms. But it's also because of something you you just briefly mentioned, which is the the sophistication of today's con, uh, consumer of CG. Oh yeah, you know, for sure. But they're they've seen so much high end stuff. I mean, so much good CG, and when it's done good, it's done so well that you really you really don't notice it. it it's almost you know you, you were talking about oh you know character animation in the old days where the eyes didn't you know that took a lot of manpower to do that i mean you couldn't just capture fate you know do facial capture you couldn't do it you had to animate <laughs> the hands separately you had to you know trying to link up the the emotion of a character with the lines that it, the, the you know while the custom while the character's speaking and, and do the hand gesturing and i mean bringing a performance a character's performance together an entirely cg one if you want to i think that was your example mm-hmm. uh was in t- was extremely complex, and so you know that's why I'm a little forgiving as far as you know bad CG of the past, and and you know maybe we should make a distinction as to, you know, or, you know we'll we'll talk about some bad CG of movies, you know, from from, you know, new new newer movies and movies from the past. Yes, but, but I, I I really expect you know movies of today to be of a much higher caliber, and I, I'm very forgiving of movies of the past because you know they were doing the best they could with the tools they had. Yeah, I know. And, we stand on the shoulders of of those geniuses and, and we slap their faces. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and the whole, and, and we're not trying to, um, you know, we're not trying to 
a slam the work of you know our fellow artists. And no, I just want to say that straight out. You know, we're and we're not going to do that here. But you know, it's fun, it's fun sometimes to take a look at you know where CGI has been and and where it's come from as an art form and. You know, that includes the the good and the bad. Hey, but so. you also have to have the courage, you know, the courage to say, "Hey, that stuff was bad," and that's, and and not like you correct. said, sure, sure. yeah, and like you said, not necessarily their fault. Um, you know, this guy, I've, I've heard this director of this particular film I just mentioned. Um, I'll say it again: Food Fight. <laughs> um, he he would come in and and or email or whatever, communicate with his the artist and say, "Oh, make this scene." Um, uh, 30% better and, and uh, make it more awesome. <laughs> so you're like, what are you talking about? Oh my you know, gosh. I, I know somebody, uh, so who, who used to, uh, who would, somebody would come in with their work and, 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 you know, here, here you go. And, Oh, thank you. Thank you. And then he, you know, he'd call, bring, call him in a little bit later and say, I know here, here you go. Hey, uh, redo this. I know you could do better. Right. And send it out. And, and without being too, you know, very real specific and, well, you know, of course we can all do better and we can, everything can be done better. That's, that's the thing with CG. You can, you can twiddle on it until, you know, the, for, for a hundred years, if you want to, you know, it's never really finished, you know, and especially as a VFX artist myself, you can always tweak on this. You can always tweak, you can always make something better, you know? Right. Um, right. It's never, so, it's never good enough. It's the whole 80, 20 thing. Well, that that's, and you know, to your point earlier, you know, what, I think bad CG falls into, into two main groups uh, as well. You know, one one for at least for me, uh, the first main group is is mostly in the area of involving live action and CG integration. You know, mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're combining CG with live action, that's usually when you see bad CG. Um, case number two for me is um, any CG really involving humans, <laughs> right? Really, or or humans changing into creatures, which you know involves humans, but. It, it's it's basically uh, anything having to do with 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 a human human uh, just because we're so we're so tuned into what humans how they move and how they behave and and the the nuances of and we spoke about this in our last podcast the nuances of of body communi- you know communicating with your body everybody has a unique way they communicate and 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 we read all those things unconsciously and so we're very tuned into that even if we're not consciously thinking about those things yeah with all the details that are, all the inputs to your brain and everything you see visually um you just and you know today like you're saying it, the people are so savvy um you know i go back to um some of the older movies um that really kind of bothered me when i first saw them cuz mm-hmm. it's funny cuz in, in in around you know 19 in the late nineties, you know, you start seeing, you know, spawn and, you know, some of the things that I'd seen in there, you know, looking at the Cape and the, in the, um, in the movie and seeing how cool that looked, but then, yeah, you know, a lot of the CGI in that movie was passable for the most part. Uh, right. Even, Cape, even the Cape <laughs> animation had some real problems, but, but the fact that it was spawn and, it, and he was from hell and, and so was the Cape, it, it didn't, you know, it didn't have to behave like traditional cloth or, you know, and that kind of made it look cool and otherworldly to me. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought it looked pretty good. I mean, I, I, you know, haven't looked back at it for a while, but in my mind, I thought, wow, that looks cool. It kind of pegged it there in my mind. But then I'll looking at what, that, I, go ahead. No, continue. I was just going to say that uh, that ridiculous looking CGI demon in hell. Uh, okay, was, yeah, was, I was just going to mention that the ending yeah. scene where Spawn, oh. you know, drawn, they're both drawn into hell. Spawn is drawn in with the with the defender of of souls, and he he's. Uh, you know, sucked down to hell, and and 
I actually took a look at that, and Sean, it is worse than I remembered it. Yeah, it's so bad, and you would think. <laughs> I, it's hard, I know, it's hard to even, well, but. Yeah, you would think after Jurassic Park in 93, four years later, at least the CGI would be better than that. You know, yeah, I mean, it's just, shocking. I know they, I know it was a bunch of uh, effects houses worked on that and, you know, what can you do? I well, guess again, that's, deadline. that's not, I don't think that has anything to do with the, with the, the creative vision of the, of the movie or it just had to do with poor production planning. Yeah. Uh, and that, that, uh, unfortunately that's a lot, you know, we see that a lot, uh, especially even today with some of the, I mean, gosh, Hellboy didn't have a huge, uh, budget, but, uh, but there's a there's a scene in, in Hellboy uh, at the end of the movie. I mean, the, the effects aren't really anything to write home about. I thought they were great. Uh, anyway. Well, I'm talking about the remake of Hellboy in 2019. Oh no, I never saw that. Oh, there's a scene at the end with uh, Ian McShane, and he's he's Hellboy's father, and he gets killed by you know the villainess, and um, he's channeled back into to reality to talk with Hellboy, um, and his head is composited on top of some rotten worm looking umbilical cord. It just <laughs> The proportion was off. The grading was off. It was so. It remind you know what it reminded me of? No one. Bad visual effects for um, oh uh, Van Helsing. It looked like Van Helsing. You know how the 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 uh, oh, harpy the, effects? Yes, where they the lower bo- the face. Uh, yes, and then yeah, it was it, did. it was it was reminiscent of that. I you know uh, not you know even Van Helsing. That I mean that had a hundred and sixty million dollar budget, Sean. And I know, like the, the movies. <laughs> Well, you know, the really, actors did a good job. I mean, the sets were incredible. The, the costume was wonderful, but were great. I mean, yeah. but the effects were just just terrible. I mean, yeah, I, don't know. I know, I, don't I know. know. And like I said, I'm very forgiving. I mean, that was made in 2004, so you know they're learning. They're learning the the, the craft, and so and each one of these, like you said, was a stepping stone, right? And, and should be so. Any any movie made today should really, you know, if they're not taking their time to to create the 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 illusions, you know, correctly, they're just cutting themselves short. You know, yeah. I, I think, have to say. I think a lot of people have expectations, you know, um, even going into something, let's say they're remaking a movie com- like the mummy. I, I remember, you know, we grew up watching, you know, the creature feature black and white monster movies on TV and just every day, you know, every, every weekend we just, you know, look in the TV guide to see, Hey, what's coming up? What are we going to watch again? And we'd watch them over and over and over again. And then, you know, when the remake of The Mummy comes out and you're going, okay, cool, this is going to be good because, you know, The Matrix comes out in 97, 98 time frame mm-hmm. and it's going to be great, right? And then you see the first shot of The Mummy after seeing the, the, the uh, practical character and they cut. And then it's yeah. the CG one. You're like, that doesn't even look the same. And nope, it looks nope. so grainy and so wood-like. It was just like so, there was so much detail in it. It just, it looked like a bad bump map. I mean, really, yeah, that one that one had hundred million dollar budget too. So it's it's again, it's a case, not a case of money. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I feel bad because a lot of the guys who who did the concepts for it. I mean, I looked at the concepts and they look great. And you know, some of the scenes where it was in more in the darker areas where you know there was rim lighting or some other mm-hmm. stuff, and it wasn't so. I get that. Some of the scenes just look really bad, and then some of them looked really really good. Um, yeah. Um, I personally, that's it wasn't. The concept I didn't like. Um, I know they I'll were. Tr- Good. I was go just going to say that I know they were trying to be different from the previous version. You know, back in the the black and white versions. Mm-hmm. I get that, but to me, I even thought the you know the the skeletal uh, guards, um, uh, you know, Egyptian guards were better than <laughs> better looking than him. But I did I did like the fact when he was 
reanimating, you know, when the skin started coming back on and that, that, you know, you start started becoming more of human. I thought that looked cool. Yeah. I, I think, you know, we can't, we can't uh, not talk about, if we're talking about the mummy, the uh, Scorpion King, the mummy return. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that's featured in everybody. Everybody mentions it. And, yeah. and yes, it's probably, okay. It's, it's not the most <laughs> terrible, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a courtesy mention. I mean, it did look like a PlayStation two character. Yeah, uh, it does. It did. You I mean. know? <laughs> and I think, I think rocks, the rocks, perfect teeth were dead. I mean, that's one div, dead giveaway for me as to as bad CGI is when the teeth look just perfect, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect and white. You know, just, oh, were they white too? I didn't notice. Oh yeah, they were they're beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And and the tongue, Pearl. you know how the tongue moves when when people open their mouth, they're yeah. making noises. You know, the tongue actually animates, you know. Mm-hmm. You know? But uh, and I, but I think you know, like you said, you know, when everything is in silhouettes or in, in, in the dark, it actually looked really good. I, even that opening shot with the with the uh, Scorpion King as, as, you know, the doors are opening and he's, he's backlit with this kind of eerie light. It actually, it looked pretty darn good. I was excited until he stepped into the light. And right. Once, once and, he did and, that, you know, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you can, it, it's the human, you know, the human face is just, I mean, that's what we looked at since we're little babies. So, you know, what, what looks right and what looks wrong. And then that's, you know, you get to, you go and see um, somebody like that and you're going, Oh gosh, it looks like a, um, like a wax figure come to life, you know, it's just really strange or a mask. I think, I, I, yeah. And uh, that's why de-aging effects are so hard to do. And that's kind of, you know, part of this, that CGI category of humans that we, we're easily able, able to perceive that there's something going wrong. And I, I see a lot of it in the de-aging, you know, when they try to de-age somebody. Yeah. De, de Niro's yeah. movie, that was terrible. There's a lot of that, and it's very obvious. The Irishman. I mean, when, yeah. when they first did it in in, in X Men, it was pretty amazing. There's still kind of creep creep factor to it, but <laughs> but you know it was it was amazing, and and they did it with for, to Johnny Depp in one of the latest uh, you know pirate of the Caribbean movies. Mm-hmm. You know it was it's passable, um, but you do but know it's really, it's really tough. It's yeah, just really tough. Something to about that. it. You look at it, and you go, mm, doesn't look right. Something's wrong with that. Yeah. Well, especially in the Tron Legacy movie, right? Yeah, Clue. Oh gosh, yeah, that uh, <laughs> that uh, did not look right. Um, yeah, no, was, I mean his his lips were stiff, and it looked like he had a kind of a like a, a strained smile all the time. It, it was it was very it was it's like what we what I complained about on a few pod, podcasts back. Uh, it's one of the problems I had with Gemini Man. You you mentioned that you, know, you really. You know, and that's really funny. It can some of the shots in there are really, really good in Gemini Man, really mm-hmm. good. But some of them are just terrible. They're just they're just creepy. It just right. looks like for me, it was the ending shot, one of the ending shots where they're you know where he's walking with with you know the, his clone mm-hmm. you know, through across this campus uh, this campus grounds, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, I remember it, that. It, it just you know, like you said, in the dark. When you don't, you can't really get a good look. I mean, in the yeah, open the light of st- of the day, mm-hmm. it's pretty, pretty, still pretty apparent to me. And I think that's where where we, you know, CGI really needs to, you know, I guess that's with the performance capturing. Uh, it's just going to be an AI is really going to have to is going to take care of that. I yeah, I mean, I, nothing I, you can do by hand. I think, I think, oh God, what do you think? Do you think they'll maybe use? I mean, I think we talked about it before. Do you think they're going to use maybe some um, deep fake type technology to make it so it looks better? I mean, do you think they'll use that actually in, you know, production? Because it is a lot faster. Yeah, I think they'd have to. Yeah, absolutely, Sean. I think they'd have to. I, I th- they've got to do something because uh, that Uncanny Valley is is, a, is is a hard, I mean, they're coming close. We've talked about this in the past. So they're coming close, but 
you know, I love the Venom movie. Um, and, you know, and while, you know, the, the, while he's Venom, the Venom character looks fantastic. Uh, but when, when he's transitioning, or, mm-hmm. I mean, especially there's a scene where he's, you know, he's upset because the neighbor is playing rock music. And he, he walks over, he bangs on the dude's door to stop playing rock music. And the guy says, oh, man, what's the, what's the problem? And he, and he goes into devil face. You know, he, I didn't see the movie. That looks sounds cool, though. Oh, gosh, Sean, <laughs> you got to see it. It's really great. All right, I will. I mean, but there's a couple other obvious problems in there. It's when, when, when you know, it's in the transitional scenes when Venom, you know, Eddie Brock is becoming Venom. When mm-hmm. Venom's wrapping around Eddie Brock, it's, 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 it's apparent that they're being, that the actors are being comped in. It's just, it's, it's very obvious. And, uh, you know, that's what they really need to work on is, is that, that Uncanny Valley, in my opinion. Um, and of course, you know, Justice League, the, the latest, uh, you know, debacle uh, that they recently remade, I guess, um, oh, it's Snyder. Uh, yeah, Zach. Zach mm-hmm. Snyder has yeah. remade it. And apparently it's, you know, uh, the movie that it was supposed to have, you know, supposed to be in the first place. But um, that's exactly an example of when you have, you know, a huge, I mean, they had $200 million. They wow. had top directors they had you know i mean it's a dc title i mean it's it's a lot of a lot of everything that you need to to have to make good good effects and it it turned out that they couldn't they couldn't get it done um yes and and i I really liked it actually i I did see it so Um, the new one i saw the new one um I, i i thought it was fantastic um compared to the first one i was just really disappointed um but too long in my opinion um I just, I couldn't, I, I think I started watching it a little bit later on in, uh, at night and it was just, you know, it's four hours. So it's a long movie, um, but I did like it. I just wish it was edited down um, a little bit, but yeah. it was good. It was great. Well, I haven't seen the new one, um, but I, I, know, I know that the, I mean, I've seen a lot of making ofs and I've, I've been following it quite a bit. I haven't actually seen the movie, but uh, you know, one thing I've noticed in, in, in the depiction of Cyborg is his, his, prosthetics don't track properly or his face is out of scale or it's not the angle of his face isn't the same angle as the as the prosthetic that he's supposed to be you know inhabiting uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's just those little things you know the, the the camera angle is a little bit off for him you know or, or you know he's just out of alignment it's not you know with tony stark and iron man they they nailed that down where, where he, it looks like he's in the cost you know in the in the suit yeah but uh well there's a few exceptions um but but no, cyber, cyber. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Why you know they're? It's just not. It's just not. They just don't. Uh, sometimes they just think you know, good enough is good. It's it's good enough. And I you know I will say that you know as we kind of wind you know getting towards the end of our podcast here, I, I, w- I will say you know that that's that's one thing that has to be jettisoned is good enough. You know, is something good enough? No, it isn't because as we've talked about that the. the Viewer is so sophisticated now. It can't be good enough because good enough isn't good enough anymore because we've come to understand what, what it's supposed to look like and what it can look like. And when it doesn't look like the way like you, like we expect it, you know, then we're disappointed in our expectations. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be the line, you know, it's, it's, you know, what's, what's good enough based on our budget because the budgets are, of these films are still going to be a huge thing and um, you can't, you can't go over it and you have deadlines and you, you have to hit them. Um, you know, movie, movies are thing. a little bit different. You can't, I mean, I guess you could delay it, but man, that's, that's, that's really not done very often from what I gathered. You know, and it's not, and it's not necessarily the tools either. It's the artist. And that's what I was trying to allude to earlier is, you know, good artists can use a, a whole 
you know, a variety of different tools. It's, but if you're a good artist, it doesn't really matter what the tool is. You can create great art with it. Uh, right. You know, it's when you, it's when you rely on these new technologies and these new tools and say, Oh, I'm going to come in. And that was a problem back when, uh, you know, a lot of these special effects movies were made. Well, you know, Twister comes to mind, <laughs> uh, that a movie's made around a CG technology, you know, right. a cool new thing we can do with CG. Oh, let's make a movie out of it. Well, you know, we've seen what happens when you do that. And, and, uh, it, it's not it's not a pretty sight. So. Yeah, the particle effects are just so amazing. Let's make a, a tornado. Look at yeah. <laughs> I mean, and 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 the tornado was beautiful. I mean, that they had some really great. Uh, I mean, it, it, they depicted they had some great shots. I just wish movie. they had 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 more water with it. You know, I noticed that in in one of the Supermans. I think the Superman the the latest. No, no, it was one of the first uh, ones that you saw. You know, Henry, Henry Cavill. And uh, same one you mentioned earlier, Justice League, where his mustache, mm -hmm. remember the mustache deal? You know, where they yeah, removed that's... it, removed it. <laughs> it I, I found that to be so uninteresting that I didn't even want to bring it up, but I guess we Well, we just did. But it. but I noticed in the film, not that one, but the uh, the first one, I don't remember the name of the, uh, the first one we saw him in. Um, but um, I just noticed when, when you have that CG, um, the, um, the tornado that came through there, that ended up, um, uh, you know, killing his dad. You saw no rain. You saw no wet. And normally, when you see tornadoes, it's raining, it's pouring, it's lightning, lots going on. And to me, it just looked this like a comp. It just looked comped on there. It just looked weird. Um, so those are the, the details. I think if you can get everything um, in there, it'll it'll look much much better. Um, I, you know, and that kind of reminds me of of, of the story um, about King Kong in 1933. Mm -hmm. You know, the whole stop action that was done by Willis O'Brien, um, that particular, you know, when they, they originally, from what I hear, there's, there's a lost spider sequence, pit sequence for that, that uh, was redone in the newer version of King Kong by Peter Jackson, where they had, um, you know, they had a, a bunch of these creatures at the bottom of the, of the um, ravine when they're shake, yeah. you know, when the sailors are shaken off by Kong. Yeah. yeah. And then they were uh, mm -hmm. eaten alive at the bottom by um, giant spiders and crab and, a lizard and octopoid, I guess. Um, but that, that, uh, they said that's that spider pit scene provoked uh, many members of their audience that were screening it to leave the theater and even faint. So who knows if that's true, but I, you know, to, to your point earlier where people um, are now a lot more savvy with what they're looking at and visually and what they are expecting and, um, deserve really. I mean, um, you know, today, you know, it, it's all relative. So you see today's stuff and, you know, like you said, you forgive the stuff in the past, but at that time it was scaring the crap out of people. Well, you know, I, I'm partial, uh, you know, for some last words, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm really partial to, I, I like bad CG. Uh, I, I like to watch things that have bad CGI, I, even on purpose. I, some of my favorite shows, I, I, I like there's the Sharknado movies. I love those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they intentionally spoof, you know, big d disaster productions, and the the CG is pretty crappy. And but that's what makes it memorable. And you know, uh, you know, they're, they're mocking or even poking fun um, at you know the infatuate, you know, our infatuation with great CGI and and you know people who are, you know, the technological savvy. I mean, some of these effects are so bad. I mean, they're meant to be bad, and that's what makes it so memorable and fun for me. Uh, yeah, I, I, I actually like things bad CGI sometimes when it's done on purpose anyway. Oh, for sure. For sure. 
Well, you got any last words? Uh, no, that was uh, pretty much it. I think we're pretty wrapped, pretty much wrapped up on that one. Um, right. Well, we really hope you, you enjoyed our discussion today and appreciate uh, you uh, being a part of it. Um, you know, we uh, answered Angela's question, or at least tried to, on what are some of the best examples of bad CG. I and VFX and film. We didn't get to to as many examples as we could have because mm-hmm. uh, there are so many more. So maybe we'll do another podcast on it. Uh, but we covered, you know, why a bad CGI exists, and more specifically, we discussed some of the reasons that it occurs. And even when a studio seemingly has unlimited budgets to work with, that that has always kind of you know perplexed me. But uh, we talked about specific examples that we've seen from both um, newer movies and a few older ones that uh, had some terrible CG in it, and. Um, you know, you got an interesting and honest take from us. We didn't uh, pull any punches, uh, so you know we've got our ears to the grindstone, uh, and and you know appreciate uh, you guys being here with us and want to give you kind of our insights. So if you did enjoy this podcast or found it valuable in some way, uh, be sure to share it with your friends. Uh, we do one of these every week, uh, so um, each one is on a different subject and it's related to the creation of 3D and CGI animation and digital VFX work and, and other interesting subjects that you know people ask us. So uh, we appreciate you being with us. And if you have an idea for our podcast, let us know by leaving a comment in the comments section below, or just head over to our website, cgbros.com and go up to the about us menu and click on ask us anything and ask your question there like Angela did. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to hit that like button, click the notification bell. So our podcast won't exact, uh, accidentally slip through the cracks and uh, you'll be notified every time we throw one up. And uh, definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel where we feature the best in 3D animated short films and, and VFX-related short films. And um, if you can't watch YouTube, we're also broadcasting an, uh, audio versions of our podcast on most major podcast platforms as well. So yep, and we're both looking forward to seeing you here for next week's podcast, episode 2116, where we'll be answering the question, what elements make up a good short story? <laughs> See you then. All right. Bye-bye. That's it for today. We hope you enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, what are some of the best film examples of bad CGI and VFX? Thanks for being with us. If you're watching on YouTube or other social media, please give us a like and make a comment. If you haven't yet subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. You can listen to our podcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. Contact us on our website at thecgbros.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. Oh, and don't forget to tell all your friends about this podcast series. Be sure not to miss the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, what elements make up a good short story? This has been episode 2115 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.